Do you hate listening to the same 10 songs over and over during long car drives? Do you have an itching to escape your mundane job without actually leaving your job? Or do you wish you could read a good book, but you just don't have the time? Hello my friends, I'm Daniel with the Temple of Geek, and I'm here to tell you that I have a solution for your book reading needs. That solution is Audible. Yes my friends, Audible is here to save you on those long car trips and boring work days with over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. Today, you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, get an even sweeter deal. By heading over to audible.com forward slash podcast, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial on us. You can start downloading a book today on your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. So what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast, your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. You are listening to episode 80 of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. The show is designed to analyze pop culture for your entertainment. This week I ask, how the hell can we fix the freaking trash known as the DC movies? No? No? Not gonna happen. No. Not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> okay, how about we go? Uh... I liked it. Keep going. Paul's like, keep, how, how do you dare call going. trash? It's not trash. It's <laughs> over glorified something. Glorified. Every time <laughs> you're that they release a movie now, it seems like since Batman v Superman, they have to release an extended cut on DVD. Well, because obviously, because they thanks have to... Obama. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, there's the powers that be just don't want, and I don't know what it is that they don't want. Maybe it's running time, whatever it is. But can you? Can we all agree? Like anybody that's watched the Suicide Cut or or Suicide Squad cut or uh, the Batman v Superman cut. Not say that once you've watched the director's cut that it's fucking more coherent. It is. Both movies. The Batman v Superman, yes. I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet. Well, I haven't either, but I have seen the extended scenes with Joker and Harley. And it makes all the sense in the world. Like, well, I say that. I take that back. That's hyperbole. (laughs) But it does make make more sense the fact that uh, there is a relationship. There is a dynamic between the two and you can kind of tell where she gets what she gets from him and vice versa. So, but so what you're saying is in order for DC to fix their movies, they just need to go ahead and release the original cut the way the movie was filmed. Well, I think that's the consensus. Every time a movie is released is that it should be the way it was intended to be released. Not, Hey, let's see how this does. And then, Oh, if nobody likes it, then let's, let's throw everything in that we were intentionally supposed to have in. The first time, kind of right. thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, remind me what happened in the case of Suicide Squad. Didn't the director and the studio get into a squabble with each other? Let's defer to Paul on this. Well, okay. So when they released the first trailer, I was, I was under the consensus. I was like, hey, look, this is a movie about villains. Villains are typically they they have that morale where they don't have any. And or they they have that 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 mindset where they don't have any morals, they don't have any judgment calls or anything like that. They just do 
what they need to do to get the job done, to escape uh, from being caught, yada, yada, yada. So I was under the consensus that, hey, this is a movie about villains. This needs to be R-rated. This needs to be so graphic, but not graphic to where it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of graphic or anything, but it, it just needs to be graphic. It needs to have swearing. It needs to have blood. It needs to have um, just very, you know, a, a certain amount of violence to it. And they toned it down, and they kind of made it a Will Smith movie. I hate to say that because I really enjoyed Will Smith in the role, but they kind of made it a Will Smith movie. And then they did their their thing just like they did with Donna Justice, and I, I think that was the wrong approach. I mean, it's like you already saw six months prior what that recipe did. Why did you follow the same recipe, so to speak? Right. I, 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 I don't get that. So now we've got Wonder Woman coming out next summer that preludes to Dawn of Justice, and I hope they don't do that with Wonder Woman at all. Just release the way release the movie the way Patty Jenkins wants it to be released and just go with it. I mean, if it doesn't do well, okay, well, fine. Then you got Justice League, and if that doesn't do well, then 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 re then restructure. Yeah, well, no, I want to say give up. <laughs> but restructure, up, burn it. Burn it down. restructure what you're going to want to assemble on screen for the DCEU. I mean that's just my opinion. Just 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 take a chance and do it. Well, I mean with, if they're if they're reverting back to like oh, okay, well we did that with Green Lantern, but yeah, that was because but they but did they? That's the thing. Did they actually do what they wanted to do with Green Lantern? I I argue that they did not actually put on film what was on the page. And that I mean that happens all the time with movies. But. Yeah, I, I would I would probably wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I mean, half the time what's on paper never transitions to on screen. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't make sense to. But and I can tell you, I mean, let's just be honest. If you were to write down what happens in the Green Lantern Corps, oh my God, does that even make sense to put onto film? I mean, like, how do you how do you wrap your mind around? How do you how do you put that on film and not laugh? It's like it's like the old adage that if it's too ridiculous to say, it has to be sung. And yeah. in a situation like that, it's like writing writing that whole thing out of the Green Lantern Corps is just ridiculous. It's so convoluted. But but if you get to put it in context of the entire universe, and I mean the same thing can be said for Marvel. So let's not let them off the hook. Uh, the idea of death and how ridiculous all of, of of the Marvel Universe can actually be. DC doesn't get off the hook either. So they're they're both ridiculous. They're both in terms of like how on page it doesn't seem to make sense. But when you actually put it on screen, but you have to trust the material. And that's what I think a lot of the directors are not doing. They're not trusting the material that that this is good and this is sold the comic. This is what made it popular. You know what I'm saying? And so they some of those things are in there like we can talk about that if you guys want to uh go into like the Green Lantern movie in particular and talk about what made it good, what made it bad. But well, I, I, there are good things about it. I mean, like, there are good things about the Green Lantern movie. There's very good things about the movie. I think they got the essence of okay, without going too far into what I'm about to say, I think they got the essence of how Jordan Right. Right. I think it just didn't portray as well with the actor that they chose for Hal Jordan. 
I think if they got someone else for Hal Jordan, it would have, it would obviously it would have been a very different movie. It would have been probably a, a different reception. But because of the types of roles that um, Ryan uh, Reynolds has in the past, it kind of carried over into this movie. And I guess a lot of his fans were expecting something related to that. See, and I don't know Hal Jordan well. So why don't you all tell me who is Hal Jordan? Why did it fail? Who is he and why did those two characters... Because if I were to look at it, I'm limited again. I'm I'm anti-DC outside of Batman because Batman is the greatest hero he ever. He is. Um, if, if I'm looking at this from the outside, I would have thought that that Ryan Reynolds played a great Flash. <laughs> I mean, he was a he was a smart he was ass. he was the fan was, favorite was, for a Flash. Yeah, I think we well, all he always played said a that great. He should have played a Wally West. He was yeah. the fan favorite for a Flash. So when it came, they were like, "Okay, well, he's Hal Jordan," and and I was one of those. I was just like, "Okay, well, he's not he's not Wally West Flash, but he's part of DC." So I think they got their mindset right. Right. But then when the movie came out, I'm like, "Okay, well, it's still you know just like I said about Will Smith." I was like, "You know what? It it still has a Ryan Reynolds, uh, it still has a Ryan Reynolds feel to it, and it's not Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's more of a stern, um." Like okay, I'm I'm a test pilot, but I'm I'm very strong-willed. I know um, I know I'm very steadfast. I know exactly what I want and all this stuff. And the, and the theme of the movie was about fear, 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 and all this stuff. And he wasn't right. ready. He wasn't right. all this. And I'm like, well, dude, that's not even what Hal Jordan's about. If Hal Jordan, if, if you look at any 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 of the interpretations of of Hal Jordan, and, and, and if you guys never read uh, Jeff Johns's Rebirth of uh, Green Lantern, it came out like I think it was in '09 or or '10, just right before the movie came out. It shows, it basically elaborates on the Hal Jordan mythos, where he gets the ring, he's willing to, ex- even though it's it's alien to him, pun intended, it's alien to him, he's willing to take that yeah, responsibility and that role to fulfill what the ring bearer is supposed to do. But the movie did not transition that at all. It did not reflect that at all. And like I said, it, I think it's in part in part to Ryan Reynolds. So I think maybe because it's a fresh, uh, and, and I know this sounds kind of weird because Dark Knight Rises came out in twelve. And Donna Justice came out this year, 2016. I was just going to say, well, I think maybe the reason why they omitted Green Lantern from the whole Justice League, because if they're going off the 52s, there's seven members. And in this movie, we're only going to get six. But I think because they're splitting into two movies, they're going to keep the first movie kind of Earth-based. And then when they go into the second movie, they're going to bring kind of like the space galactic part. And that's where we're going to get introduced to Green Lantern. So I think they're going to get some time to actually look for an actor, look for a good story, look for a good way for him to introduce because that's the theme that DC's going with is like you take one movie and introduce another introduce characters from that movie from another uh realm so to speak. Daniel. What do you think, Daniel? What yeah. I was going what I was going to just add on to you with your uh Justice League theory there. They already confirmed that there will be a Justice uh, there will be a Green yeah. Lantern in the Justice League film. There will be one. Yes. Okay, but but again, again, just like how they confirm. I mean, I mean, look, look. I mean, I think we know how Justice League or how uh, <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> I think we know how DC works. 
when they say that, look how they said, like, okay, Jason Momoa is going to be in Donna Justice. Uh, right. The it's going to be a gonna passing be, throw yeah, it's, to, it's you know, just throw away. Be, yeah, it's just going to be something to hint at Green Lantern. It might be... So Bruce is going to be looking on the computer and see a Green Lantern dossier on a Lex Luthor no. disc? Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. No, no, no. I don't think it's going to be no, something like that. But it's, it'll be like some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, spray paint tag on a building. It's just... Yeah, he's going to... He's gonna find a jacket that says Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> that, God, that's how they did the cameo that, and arrow. Fucking worse. <laughs> God, yeah, it's 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 gonna be something very minute, something very cliche because I mean that's what they they did in the past, and it's gonna be something hinted towards that. And if they actually show the actor, then it's just gonna be something of him out of out of costume and if they decide to do one of those teasers it's going to be something like at the end oh, okay well I find the ring or let me put the ring on to show what Green Lantern is going to look like in the next movie or something that's what I think it's going to be god I hope for CGI costumes you know and 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 this is the thing and, and this this can be in short oh, yeah exactly can it be CGI I <laughs> see you know at first let's let's talk about that at first when that came out I was like one of those advocates that was like you know what why are they making it CGI? I'm totally against that. It needs to be an actual suit. And then I started to actually get behind the consensus of it. Like, okay, well, if the energy, if the ring is made of energy, then the suit should be made of energy. So I thought it actually worked. The only thing that kind of looked stupid was the mask. And see, that I was, was even okay. I was okay with the mask. I, I was okay with I, all. I, I, I just, I, I think, I think if they would actually darken the mask a little bit, and I know that's kind of sounds like the way DC goes anyway, dark, 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 dark. But I think if they would actually darken the mask a little bit and eliminated the white eyes, and I know that's how he is in the comics and everything, but I, I don't know. It just, it just looked really weird as a CGI I it, mask. I think on the background of having a good movie that nobody would have worried about his costume. I think with the the uh, sleight of hand misdirection on the villain, and having parallax being just garbage, um, the best part of the movie is Ryan Reynolds, and he's playing Hal Jordan, not even as Hal Jordan. You know, it's so it's like you've got somebody who is who the only reason you went to see that movie and enjoyed it at all. And again, tell me if I'm wrong. Well, two reasons. Mark Strong as Sinestro. Yeah. Fan. Excellent, excellent choice. Fantastic. I mean, like, seriously, best casting in that whole movie to me was Mark Strong as Sinestro. Bring excellent him back choice. as Sinestro. I'd be yeah. fine with that. Uh, and then, and then from an entertainment standpoint, the fact that, and uh, we've gotten off track just talking about this in general, but the whole thing, the whole idea of who Hal Jordan was and everything got lost in the shuffle. But Ryan Reynolds, he's charismatic. He's dynamic. He's why people go watch movies. I went and watched it because of him. I only kind of enjoyed it because of him and Mark Strong. That's the only reason. I'm just disappointed that we're never going to see the Sinestro Corp movie that they teased at the very end of that movie. I they did. Yeah, that, yeah, that was that – was, again, that movie has so much potential, and it failed on so many levels. To reiterate Stacy, to echo him, is the, the 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 poor choice in the villain. I think well, they had the they, they had the fox syndrome there with the cloud monster, you know, Galactus style. Sh- gosh, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know what? We'll show you it actually invading Earth, not actually. Well, there you not go. Actually, Galactus. just touching it. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it failed on so many levels. And if, if they would have just, I don't know. But again, it, just to go back to the root of this conversation, they took a chance with the movie. It didn't do well. I think it still made enough money. Oh, it, I think it still it broke made its even. Budget back. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It made but it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't fail. Yeah, it wasn't what they wanted it to be, and that's the problem with I think Warner Brothers is that they expect every comic book adaptation when they put it on screen, especially with the big the the, the front runners, Batman, Superman, you can call it Green Lantern. Well, they thought Green what, Lantern was one. Well, yeah, they they put it on screen, and they're like, "Well, this should be if we make it for two hundred fifty million dollars, it should be a billion dollar movie." And that's not the case all the time. Your right. story has to be there. Your reception has to be there. Your I shouldn't say your actors should be, but you know you have to get. Um, I, I think nowadays, because because of the internet, you have a big fan base as far as uh, who should play who, how do you think costumes look, how do you think teasers look, and stuff like that. So you get a good reception, right. you get a good feedback on like the, the the feel of the movie, and I think, like I said, I, I don't I don't think Warner Brothers is dumb. I don't think they're blind either. I mean, they know they 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 have somebody watching this stuff, and. Going back to Batman, Superman, uh, if they saw the reception and what they did, I mean, look about it. Look, look at it this way. If, if when the movie came out within a week, they showed that deleted scene between Lex and, and now what is it? Steppenwolf. Why did they show that within a week of the film? Because it was already doing very poorly. Uh, then the they said, okay, well, it's going to come with, with an R-rated uh, version. The R-rated version comes out, and it's like ten times better than the theatrical right. release. I'm not saying I the movie say was ten, 10 times, times better. better. I'm not. I'm not saying the movie was ten times better. But I'm saying between those two versions, it's ten times better than the theatrical version. So, Suicide Squad comes out, and they basically fall in the same formula. I mean, yeah, come on. I mean, you've got to take the chance. I mean, if you're trying to build this expanded universe and trying to do where all these characters can actually come to life and be, you know, crisscrossing each other's uh, movies and stuff like that, like uh, the way Marvel does, I mean, you've got to take a chance and let them do it the way the directors want to. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally hoping... Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman, when it comes out on theaters next June, it's the Patty Jenkins version, not you the Warner Brothers. You do realize, though, that with Wonder Woman, this is going to be the first movie since Green Lantern that Warner Brothers has taken a chance on with a character that's not related to Batman. Well, that's but, what I'm saying. That I, I hope that, that it pans out that way. That being said, it's the first one that's been steered in terms of, like, who's the captain of this ship? Jeff Johns. By Jeff Johns. And and I I just my feeling my gut instinct I've I've watched the other ones and I've been like happily reserved on the other ones so far, but Wonder Woman's the first one where I felt like this looks like a a this look to me and this is my opinion this to me looks like Captain America the first Avenger oh yeah and some of it has to do with the fact that it's the setting. it's a period piece yeah it's a period yeah, piece. some of it has to do with that but some of it has to do with the fact that it is a period piece and because of that I think it benefits that it doesn't have to be contemporary it doesn't have to stick to a lot of the other issues that some other movies have to stick to in this comic book genre that we can go back in time and he's got this playground 
Jeff Johns, I I really think he's going to do well with this one. And this one may not do as well as some of the bigger budget ones in terms of like numbers, but I think in terms of return, I think Wonder Woman's going to do fucking awesome. I, I that's my opinion. I, and if it doesn't, I still think it's going to be a good a good critical movie. That's my opinion though. So before it comes out, I just want it on record. I think it's going to be a good movie. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. So in terms of timeline, so okay, so we've got Wonder Woman that comes out in June. We've got Justice League that comes out in November, tentatively anyway, as of now. Uh, and then shortly after that, uh, we've got Flash that comes out yeah. in February, tentatively as of now. But the inter- the interesting thing with Flash is that it's now, I don't know if they have filled it but it's with a vacant director a now second vacant director does that cause worry between the fans and you two well if it if i was to say it caused worry with me it's only because it's like how why hasn't warner brothers figured this out yet right why don't they have someone in place i mean i hate to keep comparing them to marvel but you know marvel has been doing this for several years now Marvel has their movies outlined and they already know who's directing what movies and they already know the story. They already know the direction, you know, several movies out. So why isn't Warner Brothers able to. to do I'll that? agree. I'll agree with you on uh, with the exception of one thing, Daniel, and that is Ant-Man, because Ant-Man, they had uh, it was originally. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember his name right now. Right. Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright. It was yeah. Edgar Wright's baby. He was promised by all the powers that be at Marvel that, hey, your movie, your treatment and everything will be done as the way you you wrote it. So they bring him in and right when they're getting ready to film, then it's like, oh, well, actually, we want to go this way. And it became this conflict and they were in a rush to find a director and then they found somebody. Okay. On so I, I'll, I'll, anyway, I'll agree with off. you to that. Uh, I was just going to say, I'll agree with you to that point that I, I don't think there's, I don't think Marvel is not met without some opposition to certain things. Which it so, should be promising. That should be promising for for Marvel fans that that they're they're not whoever is directing, regardless of name, is not blindly accepting. You know, because it, it because you know going off with the Edgar Wright thing, that movie felt like an Edgar Wright movie. It just well, felt like that guy, the guy that they got to fill in the shoes, just basically directed Edgar Wright's movie. Absolutely. Well, I. I, I think, and th- I read this again. I am not as huge of an Edgar Wright fan as as others are, and so they they probably saw nuances I didn't see. But from what I read, and from other critics that have looked at the movie critically and looked at it in terms of like director uh, Edgar Wright and and who, who was it? Tim? Who was the one that took his spot? Uh, uh, Tim Sale. Daniel. Tim Sale. Not Tim Sale. <laughs> Tim Sale. Tim Sale was an actor. Tim Sale is the artist. director or is the creator of Batman the animated series. That's no, right. I mean, now I'm way off. I'm sorry. Yeah, Tim I'm like, Sale I'm like is trying the to look artist of the Long Halloween yeah, and Long Halloween Heroes. With, uh, well, I, I thought I recognized the name. God. Anyway. You're thinking about Bruce Tim. Yeah, I was thinking Bruce <laughs> Tim. Right. I'm like trying um, to read up who regardless, the director. The, from what I read, there were things that were changed. There were uh, there was dialogue. There was a direction in the plot that was changed yeah. that, that differed from what Edgar wanted to do. Peyton and Reed. what's that? P- 
Peyton Reed's the director. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton Reed. And from what I understand, and again, we could all be wrong because we never got to see that particular version on screen. But in my opinion, I I really enjoyed the arc of all the characters. They kept it lighter. It didn't end up taking a harsh black comedy turn. It was it was what I feel it needed to be. And and I think that was what uh, ultimately Marvel was looking for. And and I and I don't fault Edgar Wright for wanting to go in a different direction. I don't know what that di- particular direction was. However. I feel like Ant-Man was exactly, not only exactly what it needed to be, it was a surprise hit that that ended up reaching a crowd that it, that no one ever thought it was going to reach. Like, it well, was yeah. a movie. It was a throwaway uh, movie. Ultimately, I think, I think what the consensus was, was, you know, they told Edgar Wright, hey, your, your treatment is good, but we want it to fall in lines where it can actually collaborate with the rest of the right. universe. It, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't need to be a solo film on its own and right. only on its own. And I think right. that's where and probably the, the conflict tied in maybe yeah. the way that they wanted to. And I felt like it was tied in so subtly. I mean, the, th- the throwbacks, I mean, like maybe you had to have seen the other movies for it to make any damn sense. Right. You know, who well, the uh, hell's this Falcon guy? Yeah. Well, so I mean, you, you get that he's at the Avengers, you know, but regardless, so going, so going with the, going back with the Flash, the I, I think because they, they Justin Lin, um, I don't know if it's Justin Lin or not, but uh, whoever it is is still doing Aquaman, and I, th- I believe it is Justin Lin. Uh, so he's still attached to that, and they're already in pre-production phases for that. So um, the Flash thing, I, I think what it's actually boiling down to is something, and, and the only reason I brought up Ant-Man is because I think it's something similar to that. I think there's a couple of, I think the now vacant, the, the director that just you know went in vacancy, I think had a direction of where he wanted the character to go, and Jeff John, I, you know, I may very well be wrong, but I think Jeff Johns is kind of saying the same thing as like Kevin Feige is like, no, we we need to kind of keep these characters in line with this train. We don't want them to segue too much off the track to where it's it's basically becomes its own movie. Because I mean, if you think about it this way, in terms of villains and stories and stuff, the Flash has its rogue. It's rogues gallery is almost as as intricate as Batman's rogues, and I and I think his stories are yeah his stories are really really good only because the villains that support that. So I don't know his his rogue gallery is absolutely as dense. The villain names and I again I don't know the backstory because DC can kiss my ass uh, is um. Let's cold, cold, cold man. Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Yeah. Um. Is there also a Captain Hot or Fire? There's, there's heat wave. Heat wave. Oh Jesus Christ. Um. There's uh. You know. So like, if we're just going down the list of his, like when I look Mirror Man, are you Mirror Master? Kidding me? Yeah. Mirror exactly. Master. I feel like we're going down Mega Man 2's list of actual <laughs> villains. You so, might as well be. It's You're a, right, and so it's like so when I look at them, and and the thing is, is that so when you see paradox, when uh, paradox, um, parallax, oh, no, 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 not parallax. Um, the the comic, uh, the comic list, or I mean, I'm sorry, that particular thread, 
and the and the movie. What was it called? The 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 paradox. Uh, Flashpoint time paradox. paradox. Fla- yes, Flashpoint. So the one that they actually put into the the show. That was a great use of some ridiculous villains, in my opinion. Again, of the Flash, but the Flash made those villains and his comic threads made those villains very compelling. So even though their names were to me ridiculous the stories were actually very compelling so when you read it i i absolutely my uh rooster loves the flash loves the villains from the comic book and i'm and i'm like i didn't read it so i don't get it and i look at their names i'm like these are ridiculous but when he starts to tell me about the threads i'm like well, okay well i get that and that actually makes a lot of sense uh, it's no more ridiculous than some of the names from the green lantern Corps. so i i, I get it well, and Paul, just to okay, let you know so, real fast, not to... Like I said, so we, we're getting The Flash, and you know, until they find a director, and they may have found a director, and they just may have not, or they just don't want to release the name yet. Right. So we get The Flash, and it's actually James Wan, not Justin Lin, for Aquaman. So we get The Flash, and we get... Justin Lin's doing Space Jam 2 and Hot Wheels <laughs> yeah. movie. He's well, way too busy. Aquaman is a part of that team as well. So he and can, GoBots. You know, double duty. Do- double duty. Uh, GoBots, <laughs> GoBots the movie. So you have totally the Flash. Do you think <laughs> do you think the Flash movie should follow suit? Cuz the show is obviously done very very well. And obviously on a on a TV show over numerous episodes you can actually get more in depth with the characters on all this stuff. So with a movie you're actually only limited to a certain amount of screen time with the character in play. So going in line with Dawn of Justice which the villain was Kind of, sort of, Batman, kind of, sort of, Superman, kind of, sort of, Lex Luthor, kind of, sort of, Doomsday, all that stuff. So there was multiple the villain villains. Was WB. De- <laughs> yeah, the writers at WB. Damn right. Um, and then going with Suicide Squad were, again, interpretation. A lot of people thought the Joker was the guy that they were going after. No, Amanda he Waller. Was, totally wasn't. Whatever. I mean, so going in line with that. Do you think the Flash needs to follow suit with how the TV verse is going with, say, start off with the reverse Flash, Professor Zoom? Or do you think they should just introduce a new character so that way it, it's kind of unreal? So that way it can kind of uh, separate from the CW and the movie, or actually just be its own thing again and take a chance and be its. And be its own identity, and start off with a different zoom, or start how, start off. How involved is Felicity? Hopefully not. <laughs> you know, I've, with the Flash, I I want them to keep the characters. I mean, they're they're doing such a great job on the CW. Um, I would like to see a movie version of those characters. It doesn't have to be the exact storyline or stack. You know, the exact. I don't want to see a Harrison Wells be Zoom type thing. Um, I don't mind an Eobard Thawne coming back and being spoiler alert. Uh, but when when it comes to like Aquaman, you know, I want to see like the failed pilot Mercy Reef on film. No, no, that, that, that show sucks so bad, dude. (laughs) That show sucks so bad. Come on, man. Justin Hartley. No, no. Again, nothing wrong with the actor or the act, the actors in the show, but that, 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 that pilot is a good reason why it never took off. Um, I think I think that if you make Mirror Biscuit like his his main his main villain, what's his name? Mil- Mirror Mirror Master Mirror Master. If you make Mirror Biscuit his uh, or the main shade. villain, 
that'd be fine too. I mean, I think there are there are compelling more like secondary kind to me. Do it just like you did Batman Begins. And they used Scarecrow, who was kind of a throwaway villain, who was kind of like a but you can make him compelling and and Batman Begins made him in in uh the Scarecrow probably one of the most next to the uh next to the Joker one of the most compelling villains that Batman had. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're, let's 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 do this. I'm gonna list off a couple names of villains for the Flash, and y'all are gonna tell me which one you think should be the the. Villain. Why don't you just name villains, and I'll tell you. Captain where Cold. No. Mirror Master. Yes. Yes. Gorilla Grodd. Yes. No. The no. Pied Piper. No. No. Weather Wizard. Mm, third movie. The Trickster. No. Only if Mark Hamill plays it. Captain Boomerang. Yes, no. uh, but I, I only, think I think we will see him. Only if you bring him in again from Suicide Squad. The top. No. Abracadabra. No. God no. <laughs> Heat wave. <laughs> no. No. Golden leave him Glider. on the show. No. And Rainbow Raider. No. Are you? Golden it... Glider is the sister of Captain Cold. Just what about what about uh, is is Humanite a uh, Flash villain? Humanite? I don't think so. Humanite? Humanite? Anybody? Bueller? 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 Anyone? Anyone? But I don't think so. Well, either way. Who uh, economics? The Flash Who needs to find a director. Economics. So it's our, uh, our job to find a worthy director. Do you think it should be a named director, or do you think they should find a kind of like Indeed. few credits, few credits kind of director guy? What about what about the Chronicles guy, the guy that did that oh, Josh, shitty Fantastic not Four Josh movie? Trank. Um, is it, it Josh is Trank. Trank? It is Trank. Yeah. Well, it, you know what? If you know the one person that we could ask that might be able to tell us, and he would even possibly come on on a podcast. Michael B. Jordan, Max Landis. You just ask. Oh yeah. If we threw yeah. it out there and just wanted to ask him, because that is a cat man that. He he dominates podcasts, and he when he comes on, he is full of information, and he is somebody who could tell you why Superman is great or stupid. In fact, he's actually written, and I'm looking forward to buying the rest of that series, uh, that Superman series. Have y'all read it? it, it talk no, uh, but talking about Superman, and see, this would be kind of my like. Remember, the role is vacant right now, and this person has dealt with the superhero genre. He has directed the superhero genre, and while he's out of the role, I think he would be kind of fitting, in a way, to take on the role. How about Tom Welling for I would love it, but you know they never will. They never will. Why not? <sighs> what, do you think? Show, what do you think, Daniel? I think Tom Welling needs to come back to TV. I mean, well, he's, he's uh, okay. Come back to the superhero genre. I mean, that's what he made used. Him. Okay, that's remember, what made remember. Him. And now he's typecast, and now he hasn't really been able to be in anything. Okay, well, so that's what I'm come saying. Back so to it. he has done. He used to do at least one episode a season, and I think like in two seasons he did two episodes a season in Smallville. So he's not like I said. He's not new. He's it's not that he's not new to directing, and he's you know Smallville was a Superman show, essentially. Um, oh, you're so yeah, director. I, I thought you were talking about. Actually, you mean the blur? 
<laughs> the red blue blur <laughs> the blue right right but yeah um I, I would totally advocate for tom willing to direct the flash um yeah no i I, I don't think he'd be strong enough to do a movie yeah no i i think he would be i mean dude he directed the part one or part Sorry, two of the tom justice Willing, i love you part one or part two Please of the justice podcast. society the <laughs> justice society okay and i know that was like a 30 minute show and you it know. was kind of the shit. You're saying it like of the Justice like, League. Yes, it was cool during the time, but I've seen a much better Justice Society now in the Legends of Tomorrow. So okay, yeah. well that's dude, that's what like like eight years <laughs> between the two. Come on, that's true. He's got he's got some time under his belt. Yeah, I, I advocate Tom Welling. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet him tomorrow. Okay, go for it. So you heard it here first. So as we're exactly, you heard it here first. <laughs> so between uh, Suicide Squad, Batman vs Superman, Wonder Woman, and the future of DC. What is the consensus? How do we make them better? What is there? What if we could put it in a nutshell? What do we have to do? It's gonna ride on Wonder Woman and her bracelets. Well, I think they, I think they already they're already on track. Uh, they 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 got Jeff Johns in charge. Charge. I can't even talk. Um, Wonder Woman's coming out. It looks like Wonder Woman's gonna probably be closer to the comic book than any of the other movies that's come out so far. Uh. And then we have the Flash. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the Flash, but I with Jeff Johns, Jeff, the Flash is Jeff Johns' baby. You know that. Yeah. So right. 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 I don't think the Flash is going to be done poorly. I think. He's but he's gonna, also a huge fan of the Green Lantern. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he Green Lantern, Green Arrow. I mean, he's he's done a lot of these, right. these books. But the Flash was his baby. Yeah. Um, he's the one that brought the rogues gallery. I mean, like you said, they're all corny names, corny characters. Corny he, as shit, but he, he made, made them cool, cool as hell. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so so. I, I, I have no doubt that Jeff Johns is going to take special care with that film. Yeah. I agree. Well, Paul Paul. I, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, it's going to ride on Wonder Woman. It really is. And, how do you say so what man of steel i know batman and superman is a collaboration of the three because it's not really a true superman sequel it kind of is and it kind of isn't suicide squad isn't really affiliated with any of the uh, with the, any of the other two but they kind of include batman in it so it kind of like basically makes it in the same universe so yes we're getting a true standalone movie since man of steel and it's really going to ride on her movie to uh, essentially decide the outcome of the rest of the DCEU. Now, I, I agree with you, and I think that's a good place to end, but because I'm just a stickler and I choose not to end it here, <laughs> who have they gotten right the most? In my opinion, Batman is number one. And oh, Ben I Affleck? Was, yeah. I was 100% against Batfleck. No, I was never. But and, and Daniel, was, Daniel knows I was. I was never against that. I was, and they he nailed it. What were we gonna say, Dan? I, I, I was just no, gonna I'm say just I was a big. I was always a big proponent for Wonder Woman. Um, Paul, we've had this discussion numerous times. Everybody was talking With about how she didn't look the part. Yeah. I was like, dude, give her a shot. I think she's gonna pull this off. And you, she's you, killing it. She's you killing know it. What's, you don't want to know what's funny is real quick is. What was it? Three years ago, we had a, and this was like our basically second season, if you want to call it, our first episode, second second round of doing this, we were talking about a Justice League and how many people should be in it. 
And one of the guys that was on the show, he said, Daniel posed the question. He said, how many people should be in it? And the guy said, he goes, you should have five, six max. And everybody else on the show was like, no, you need to have seven. You need to have eight. And he was like, no, no, it would never work that way. It never worked that way. And it's funny how this, the, the, the way it's come out now, uh, I, I mean, at least by the time screen time comes out, it's exactly how we were all yeah, discussing yeah. And, and exactly how he predicted. It was like, no, it's going to be six people. Well, technically, technically five. And then I guess Superman comes in later. Um, right. But yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how the more you talk about it, the more you try to make sense in your head. And then when you finally see it actually come to life, it, it, it's exactly what you were already thinking to begin with. Yeah. Well, I, I think that that Batman was done well. I think I think Wonder Woman was cast well. I think even Henry Cavill is actually cast. Well. I Cavill. agree. I'm saying it that way. He just he just has not been given the opportunity to 100%, be Superman. A hundred percent. They haven't written Superman for him. He is Superman. He is who. You know, and we can go into semantics, you know, as all of us are Batman fans. I don't know if Daniel is. He has the T-shirt on, but is he really a fan? No, not really. He's not a fan. <laughs> I love Batman. But but if you're if you're talking about it, it's like, like, what would Superman do in this situation? What would Batman do? The character dictates how they would react in a fight. Have you all seen and Man I, from Uncle? Yes. Yeah. Great Henry, movie. Henry great Cavill. Movie. Cavill. Cavill. Stop saying it that way. <laughs> Henry Cavill Cavill. Right. Fantastic in that movie. I mean, well, the Lone Ranger's in it too. Who was supposed to be Batman? <laughs> he was supposed he was. to be Batman. He was. And you know, and that sleep. that guy is Justice taller League. than anybody in the. What were you gonna say, Paul? I was just like, yeah, they debunked Justice League Mortal. <laughs> well, they they that guy. Um, and and I and I Army can't Hammer. remember his name. He's Army got Hammer. the. What's it? Army Hammer. Ar Army Hammer. Great name. Holy crap! Great name. Uh, the fact that he was going to be, and he's like, I think he's six five, something like that. Yes. He was going to be bigger than any Batman that's ever been cast. He's bigger than anybody else that's in the entire cast, next to Jason Momoa. What's funny is he's going to be the new Green Lantern. I hope he is. <laughs> I hope that he is. He, well, he no, what's great. even funnier is he going to be, be dark great. side. Well, he'd be great in that too. He's got a deep voice. The whole thing is like, put Army Hammer in there somewhere. Put Arm and Hammer in the movie. Make his his villain name Arm and Hammer. I don't care what you. <laughs> that's fine, but put him in the movie. So well, what I was getting at was the the, the acting chops. I've of, got baking soda of <laughs> Mr. Cavill in that movie. I mean, some of the jokes and everything that he's done. I mean, the 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 personality you can see Superman in that character. I mean, I oh definitely, so, definitely. And I, I think I, he did a great job. I know he can do Superman. They just need to write the part for him. Now. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say this, and I hope that he hears me one day because I've met him, and he's a great guy. And I'm not saying this just for him, but Brandon, Brandon Routh, Routh is still my—he's <laughs> still my second favorite Superman. I still That's think, and, and I think that only because he captured what what was Reeve. already what Christopher Reeve already started. You know, he he started it, and that was how they—they they, it was supposed to be a. It was supposed to be a sequel or this this love letter to Superman two, and I get that. That that's why it would have made all the it would have made it the pot that much more sweet had he been cast as Superman on the CW. Oh, it would have been great. It would have been great. But he's killing it as the Atom. 
Oh, definitely. No, he's fine. I mean, I, 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 and I'm happy for him, and I'm glad that he's still in it. I think he enjoys it. So, but I, I, I you know, all that said, I think we have an idea what would fix the the DC universe. Yeah, send it over to Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sell it to Disney. They will get it right. If you don't, stick to the source material, and casting is imperative. Well, uh, and 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 another another thing that we forgot to discuss is that who who they're actually battling up against, not necessarily in the movie, but against the box office. So, Wonder Woman comes out June, Spider Man comes out July. Um, what is it? Uh, Justice League comes out November. Uh, episode eight comes out December. Yeah, but. Fla- Flash comes out. Galaxy Two comes out then too, or uh, well, they come out in May. They come out in May of next year, so they'll they'll have already a head start against Wonder Woman. But and then lastly, Flash comes out in February alongside Black Panther at the same month. So that's going to be. I don't know how well Black Panther will do, but I think it will be sufficient. Well, I think just because it has, you know, and I've said this numerous times before in the past, just because it has that Marvel banner. I mean that's already going to draw on a. Oh, class. I'll see. I'll see it twice on a just because, and I think that many people in in the states will. I think they'll do what a lot of other movies have done because they're they're not stupid, but a lot of companies just don't don't push it this route. They're going to actually market a lot to the foreign markets, and I think that they'll they'll pick up quite a bit just from marketing to the foreign markets on that. Well, they better. Well, the other the other thing Black Panther has <laughs> going for him. Is how awesomely they done him in the Civil War. Oh, they. I mean, he's he's a huge draw. And the thing is, is that no, I, <laughs> I couldn't like tell Civil if you're snoring or growling. <laughs> Paul didn't. No, like this Civil is War. growling. <laughs> snoring. Yeah, snoring. Yeah. Paul says Batman <laughs> v Superman was better than the Civil War. I'd have to smack him if he was over here. Definitely better Gosh. than Civil War. I mean, I could. Well, and again, I have kids, and I couldn't even show BVS to my kids. Especially the director's cut. Holy shit. That I mean, I didn't realize how violent it was till you have an eight year old sitting next to you and you're like, Oh, he, he killed oh, there's blood. Oh, that guy's head just got ripped off. Oh my god. What am I watching? Here you go, son. Read this comic book. Yeah, here read this comic book. <laughs> this is how bad it could be. So, DC, if you're listening, we just fixed it for you. There you go. And that wraps up the show. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email info at templeofgeek.com. Also, why don't you head over to iTunes and Stitcher and rate our show? Those ratings really help us out. Until next time, I'm Daniel. I'm Paul. Stacy. That's it. That's it. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit the templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.